Kevin Rudd is a former foreign minister and prime minister of Australia. Since leaving office in 2013, he has served as a senior fellow at the Harvard Kennedy School and president of the Asia Society Policy Institute in New York. Wow. He also served as chair of the International Peace Institute, Sanitation and Water for All organization, and the National Apology Foundation. Please put your hands together and vote one for Kevin Rudd. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, boys and girls. How are you? Why don't you come in a little bit closer if you can? <clears throat> because I've got some pictures in this uh, storybook. Who likes stories? Do you have stories read to you every night? What's your favourite story? Anything that your mummy and daddy read you? Do you like storybooks with lots of pictures? Okay, so do I. So they're much more interesting than speeches. Okay, And I've given lots of speeches and sometimes people go to sleep. But not if you've got a really interesting storybook. Now, this storybook is called Somebody's Land, okay? And it's written by Adam Goods and by Ellie Lang. And it's all about the first peoples of this wonderful country of ours called Australia. So would you like to get into the story? And if there are words I don't know, can you help me? Could you? Because some of these words are a bit long for me. Is that okay? Here we go. See where we are? For thousands and thousands of years, Aboriginal people lived in the land we now call Australia. Can you see these Aboriginal kids having lots and lots of fun? What's this little guy doing? Drinking from a, you grow them, lots of them in South Australia, I know, coconuts. No, not really. But where I come from in Queensland, which is currently underwater, uh, we have lots of coconuts. And so you put a hole in the side of the coconut and you drink coconut milk. It's quite yummy. You haven't had any coconut milk, sweetheart? No, we can try some later. Is that all right? And... What about these guys? What are they doing? Swimming. swimming. Who likes swimming? I like swimming. I went swimming here in Adelaide, not yesterday, the day before, at a place called Silver Sands. Am I right? Thank you. It was really nice. And what do you, what do you think this is down here? Looks like a log, but actually it's a special type of log carved out so that it can be used as a canoe, okay, for being on the water. So you think all these kids are having some fun? Yeah, looks like a lot of fun. This land, that's Australia, was where people built their homes, played in the sun, and sat together to tell stories. You know what telling stories are about, don't you? 
And you can see the older man here with the big white beard. He's a bit like me, isn't he? Okay, he's got a big white beard. Kind of, kind of yeah, kind of like me. So. <laughs> he's got a much more impressive beard than I have. Okay, mine's quite short. That's quite a long beard. Okay, that's because he's much wiser than I am. And he's telling all the kids stories about their time living in this area, in this part of Australia. Anyone see a little baby there? You point to me where the baby is. That's right. What do you think her name is? No, neither do I. But I, I just thought I'd check. Do you like the house that they're all living in? It's really nice, isn't it? You see how clever you've got to be to put all these pieces of uh, straw and grass and other things together in order to make a cover so you don't get wet when it rains. Do you get rain down here in South Australia? Wow, really? We get lots in Queensland, let me tell you. We could share some with you. So this is really smart because it means that being in this lovely little house, that they don't get wet. And when it gets really hot, you can go inside as well and keep the sun off you. Should we turn the page? Okay. So here we are on the beach again. And it says here, when the white people came, that's people like me, see? White. Uh, they called the land, this is a very hard word, Terra nullius. Wow, let me tell you what terra nullius is. It's a really hard word. Uh, it's in an ancient language called Latin. I won't bother you with where Latin comes from. But it really means land with nobody in it. Terra means land and nullius means null. No one there. And so... When the white people came, they called the land terra nullius. That is, that there was nobody there. But was that true? No. No, it wasn't, because we saw all these Aboriginal kids racing around, having fun, swimming, having stories told to them. They were there, weren't they? They, that is, the white folks said it was nobody's land. But it was somebody's land, wasn't it? You see this flag here? That's called the British flag. And you see up here, who's that? Do you know that song about kookaburras? Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. Merry, merry king of the bush is he. La, kookaburra love, kookaburra gay, your life must be. That's what this kookaburra is singing right now, okay? You don't believe me, do you? I, I think that's true. I think that, no, you, you're right, that's not what the kookaburra is singing. So we turn the page. For thousands and thousands of years, Aboriginal people lived in the land we now call Australia. Let me tell you how many years. Do you think a thousand is a big number? It's pretty big. It's even older than I am. That's pretty old, okay? Like, I'm over 60 now. Is that pretty old? No, not that old, sweetheart. And, the, uh, and then you go up to 100. Does anyone know anyone who's 100 years old? 
You do? Yeah. You can have some of your great-grandmas or great-grandmas. Could, grandpas could be 100. But if you're a 1,000 years old, let me tell you, that is so, so old. In fact, you could see some big old trees in Australia, which may be a 1,000 years old. But do you know how many thousands of years Aboriginal people have been in Australia? It's a really big number. 70,000 years. Depending on who you accept as your authority. <laughs> it used to be 40, it went to 50. The most recent discoveries have it at 70, but I'll take 120 from the audience. In other words, it's a really long time. 70,000 years. So, for thousands and thousands of years, Aboriginal people lived in the land we call Australia. The land is where people cared for the rivers and seas. Uh, they collected shells to share and caught fish and mud crabs to eat. Can you see these very clever nets down here? So, Aboriginal people, uh, in the olden, 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 olden days, made these nets to catch fish both in the open sea and in the rivers. They were very, very clever. And so you'd have fish for breakfast and fish for lunch and fish for dinner. It's pretty clever. And fish for snacks, otherwise called fish snacks. When the white people came, they called the land terra nullius. That is, nobody's there. They said it was nobody's land, but... It was somebody's land. Can you see the soldier? Okay. Head's uh, a British soldier. And you see the, the beautiful little Aboriginal girl here? And she is offering the British soldier a beautiful shell that she's picked up on the beach. Isn't that a nice thing to do? Do you go and pick up shells on the beach sometimes? It's fun, isn't it? We do that in Queensland all the time. We go on the beach, pick up shells. Keep picking up shells. We've got more shells than you could sink a battleship with. For thousands and thousands of years, Aboriginal people lived in the land we now call Australia. The land is where people designed their tools, sharpened their spears, and threw boomerangs into the air. Can you see the fire? Have you ever been out camping outside? Okay, I'm sure you will soon. And making a fire, so long as it's permitted depending on the time of year, uh, is where you can sometimes cook your fish over the fire. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And so remember we saw those clever nets which people made before that you can catch fish with? And if you've got fish and you want to cook them, you put them over the fire. What's this young Aboriginal boy doing? Yeah. It's a boomerang. How many of you have seen a boomerang? You've seen, you've seen a lot of things, sweetheart. For a little girl, you've seen so much. Are you two yet? Yeah. Are you one and a bit? Hmm. Boy, you're going to be a handful. <laughs> so, what's the big special thing about boomerangs, guys? Who said over here they come back? Is that you, mate? Yep. 
Hi. And have you ever thrown a boomerang? No. Have you seen one being thrown by someone else? Seen it on TV? And so who's ever thrown a boomerang here or tried to? It's very hard. But Aboriginal people are really clever. They really know how to do it. When I was a little kid at primary school a couple of years ago, Well, more than 10 years ago, okay. We used to have a local Aboriginal man who came around every year to teach us how to throw a boomerang. And most of us were really bad at it. But he was perfect. He could take the boomerang and go, and you'd watch it spin and 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 then come back and catch it in his hand. Really clever. Well, it was, it was quite something, actually, because it was so skillful. Here we go. For thousands and thousands of years. How many thousand years did I say before that Aboriginal people? 70,000 years, though some say 120. Aboriginal people lived in the land we now call Australia. The land is where people spied tracks on the ground, hunted food to eat, and only took from country what they needed. This is a special thing about Aboriginal people because when Aboriginal people had to eat, they only took just enough for what they needed to live. They didn't take too much. And you know why that's important? It's really important so that you leave enough behind so that there is still lots of things out there for everybody else and for nature to keep growing things out there in the wild. So Aboriginal people, because they've been here for so long, knew that you only need to take a little bit and leave most of it behind, either for other folks who needed it or for nature itself. It was really clever. There's a very long word that grown-ups use to describe that these days. It's called sustainability, because you sustain it, you keep it. But you'll learn all about that at school. When the white people came, they called the land terra nullius. Remember, where nobody lives. That's what they said. They said it was nobody's land. But you know something? It was somebody's land. Can someone see a little animal in the log here? What do you think that one is, sweetheart? Anyone know what this one is? Yep. An echidna. That's right. And what's special about echidnas? Yep. So are echidnas like pussycats? You just pat them? Why? Oh, because they're spiky and they might, yeah. I think that, that's clever. Okay. So when you see an echidna, you don't pat the echidna. But they're really fun to look at. And... What can you see here? Not exactly a snake. It's a lizard. That's right. I'm not sure what, what sort of lizard it is. For thousands and thousands of years, Aboriginal people lived in the land we call Australia. The land is where people gathered seeds and berries for bush tucker, made medicine from plants, and shared secret knowledge with family at sacred sites. And so, you see these beautiful berries here? 
what are the kids doing? That's right, because their mummies and daddies said that they could because they knew from their mummies and daddies that it was safe to do it. And also, it was good for you, healthy, healthy tucker. Anyone ever heard the word tucker before? What does tucker mean? It's an old Australian word for food. Sometimes you'll hear your grandparents. I have three grandkids, so I can use this word myself. I say, good tucker means it's good food, good to eat. And this is called bush tucker. Why would they call it bush tucker? That's right, it lives on a bush, and it's in the bush. Okay. And when we use the word the bush, we're talking about out there where there aren't many houses, not many people. That's called the bush in Australia. So bush tucker is where Aboriginal people, because they were so clever and lived around there for so long, knew what you could take, what you could eat, and frankly, what you shouldn't eat as well. They were so smart about what to have. When the white people came, they called the land terra nullius. They said it was nobody's land, but it was somebody's land. Is this little girl having a cuddle with her mummy? Who likes cuddles? I like cuddles. Cuddles are very special. For thousands and thousands of years, Aboriginal people lived in the land we now call Australia. The land is where people painted their faces, carved teachings into rocks, and danced to awaken their ancestors. Look at this painting. Have you ever had face painting at a party? Yeah. Who likes getting their face painted? Anyone not like having their face painted? I, my little uh, grandson, whose name is Mackie, he had his uh, birthday recently, and he insisted I get my face painted like his. And it looked very special, although my wife, Therese, said it looked really silly on me. It looked really nice on him. But this Aboriginal face painting is beautiful. It is done in such a special way that when all this painting is done on the face and on the arms and on the chest, often what Aboriginal people then would do is dance and dance to special music, often coming off something called a didgeridoo and sometimes clicking sticks. If your grandpa has face paint or a didgeridoo? A didgeridoo. Didgeridoo is a very special instrument. It's a wonderful sound to it. When I used to be prime minister, we had a big, big service one day in a big church in England called Westminster Abbey. It was all about things that had happened back here in Australia when there were big fires. And one of the special things we did in the first time in that huge church is that we had an Aboriginal elder come and play the didgeridoo in the middle of Westminster Abbey. It was very beautiful. It's such a wonderful sound. When the white people came, they called the land terra nullius. They said it was nobody's land, but it was somebody's land. Whose land was it? Aboriginal people's land. Here we go. For thousands and thousands of years, Aboriginal people lived in the land we now call Australia. The land is where people lit fires to keep warm, saw their dreaming in the moon and stars, and made music into the night. Can you see the wonderful furs that Aboriginal people are wearing? Do you sometimes get cold at night here in Adelaide? Really? 
Does it get really cold in the wintertime here? And do you put on a lovely warm dressing gown? And you keep nice and snug and warm? So isn't this clever? Aboriginal people living outside, when it was getting really cold at night, they would make for themselves their own special furs to keep warm and to keep the little kids warm as well. When the white people came, they called the land Terra Nullius. They said it was nobody's land, but it was... Can you see this special image in the sky? What does it look like to you? Well done. Now, is Emu a little bird or a big bird? That's good. And who's seen an emu here? Are they, how tall are the emus? Are they as tall as me? Emus this tall? Even bigger? Bigger? Up here? Is that right? That high? Even taller. This is part of the wonderful traditional stories of Aboriginal people about the old and ancient emu spirit. And so, as we move to the end of this story, this was Aboriginal land. It is Aboriginal land, and it will always be Aboriginal land. Can you see these buildings in the background here? That's a big city. It's not Adelaide. It's another city. It's a city called Sydney. And that's where the first white folks came on boats. Remember the people with the flag before? But the Aboriginal people were here for 70,000 years. And folks like me and their ancestors been here for only 200 years. That's a big difference, isn't it? 70,000 is about that big. And 200 is about that big. And so that's the end of the story, boys and girls. Did you like the story? Thank you so much for listening. And you're going to have lots of interesting stories here today. And I hope you have a wonderful time. And most importantly, make sure today you look after your mummies and daddies. And make sure to the next time you meet Aboriginal kids, and there'll be some here today as well, you give them a big hug and a cuddle because we share this land together. Thanks very much, folks. Please keep that applause going <laughs> for former Prime Minister, the wonderful Kevin Rudd.